So we talked about defense, Cordell, and how important the Ravens view that to be. But there is potentially going to be some changes um, this offseason. Uh, a lot of it is probably going to be just not resigning guys. A lot of guys, there's a few guys we believe may, you know, be moving on for retirement. Um, and so you got to wonder what the defense will look like in 2023. This is a defense that clearly looks stronger once they acquired Roquan Smith from the Bears. Um, and, and they just were completely dominant down the stretch. You know, my, a hiccup here and there, the Jacksonville game, but ultimately they were still very dominant. Um, but things could really change this offseason. You have Marcus Peters, who is now a free agent. You would have to assume Chuck Clark um, potentially won't be back because they drafted Kyle Hamilton. Calais Campbell and Justin Houston, I'd have to assume one or the other or both um, will not be back. Um, because you know they're they're the the, the vets, the grandpas <laughs> of the, mm -hmm. the defense. Uh, and so I'm curious to know how you look at this and say, you know, will the will they be fine moving forward? Are there some guys that you believe that will step up um with these guys gone? Or is this some some positions that you feel like they have to address, whether it's via free agency or draft? Yeah, I think that they're definitely gonna have to uh, address the cornerback position. With yes. regardless, yeah, uh, because after Marlon, you've got the young guys. You you've got uh, Kavon Seymour. You've got you know uh, Jalen Armour Davis, whose rookie season was pretty much derailed by injuries. You got Pepe Williams, who was pretty inconsistent at that nickel spot. Um, so right now, it looks like you're going to be dependent on a lot of inexperienced guys. I do like Kavon Seymour though. Um, he he was one of the standouts to me at training camp. This past year, I don't know how good he'd be, you know, being your number two corner or maybe even your nickel corner every week. But, you know, when in moments he he looked OK out there, he looked like he could hold his own. That said, they still have to upgrade at that position somehow. And again, kind of like what we were talking about with the wide receiver position, it's tough to go the corner route. And expect, I mean, you you already have a lot of inexperience on your team now. You're thinking about starting a corner. I mean, I mean a rookie corner. So um, yeah, they're gonna have to get somebody out of free agency. I don't know what their plans will be with Kyle Fuller, who you know got injured, got knocked out for the year earlier in the season. Um, didn't really get to see him much this year. I don't know if they feel comfortable bringing him back to have him be that veteran. Uh, he didn't necessarily excite me at training camp this past year, to say the least. Um, but I think in terms of this defense, getting being able to get back to an elite level next year, the cornerback position will be key for sure. But I think it's up to this this young pass rushing group. Is Owe going to take a next step? Um, is Ajabo going to turn out to be who they expect him to be? We Those are the biggest question marks, I think, about this defense, regardless of what the hole is at the cornerback position because they need these two guys to to be legit and not just them I mean even inside Calais Campbell may just be done so Matabike no more hiding behind you know Calais uh you got him Travis Jones Broderick Washington who I thought took the biggest jump of all the interior D linemen this year I thought Broderick pretty much uh took his game to a whole nother level so it's a lot's going to be dependent on this young group up front. If they can't pan, if they don't turn out to be what the Ravens think they're going, that they're supposed to be, they're in trouble 
I think they're in trouble as a unit, regardless of, uh, you know, Roquan being in the middle. And it's great to have him. You know, he's the one that gives you the optimism that they can be an elite defense again. But him and Patrick Queen being back in the middle again, you feel good about that. But if that front isn't good, it doesn't matter what your linebackers are doing. They're going to be getting blocked and caught up in the floods uh, and opening up the, the, the holes for every running back that tries to get through there. So, um, the, the defensive front, I think, is going to be the key next season. And who maybe they'll look to bring in a veteran as well. Michael Pierce will probably be be able to be back uh, from yeah. that torn pack. So, you know, he's another one that you'll be able to add to that fold, maybe give you that veteran interior guy mm-hmm. that they need. But them outside guys, huge question marks about Owe, huge question marks about uh, Ajabo as well. Yeah, I agree. And I'm glad you brought up the Michael Pierce um, uh, part because, I, you know, he is still on the roster and it's very possible that, you know, he'll be able to contribute um, in 2023. And he, he was playing well prior to his pec injury. Um, maybe you bring back a guy like Brent Urban if you felt like that he was good in a rotational type of, of role. But there were some young guys that I felt like, you know, stepped up, um, you know, the, this this season. And, hey, listen, you, you're going to have to find more ways to be involved. If you're not going to bring a guy like Calais back, um, I, I think it's possible. I agree with you that the outside uh, linebacker position is very uh, iffy because I loved what we saw from Ojabo and and a little bit of time that we saw, mm-hmm. but also you know we, it's just not enough, right? We don't we still don't know how consistent he'll be. You you would like to think that from what you saw, you know he's going to be a dominant force, but you know time will tell, right? Um, with away, I mean, we 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 talked about this all year. He, he, there has been struggles, 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 struggles. Mm-hmm. And look, very good for him. The last two weeks he showed up um, in the Bengals games, but maybe that was due to the fact that they were having trouble on the offensive line from a health perspective, and he took advantage of that. So you you know you don't know what that's going to look like. In 2023, too many times I saw Oway um, being pushed back, and that's a problem to me. Um, so that is concerning. But I think that you have to look at your secondary. We know that the Ravens love, you know, pass rush, and they love secondary. And you know, you have to address the opposite cornerback position, like you mentioned, because outside of Marlin, I, I, I can't say I trust anybody else on the roster right now to fill in. If you don't bring back Marcus Peters, hey, and even if you bring back Marcus Peters, I can't say I trust him either. You know, I mean, maybe maybe his his knee injury was a two year deal, but from what we saw, it was too much inconsistency from Marcus Williams for you. I mean, for Marcus Peters for you to really feel like this is, you know, I don't know how you bring him back unless it's a team friendly deal right. and he's right. willing to accept the team friendly deal. Um so I really do think that that's something that you have to address. I mean, you have to assume that that Chuck Clark probably won't be back because Kyle Hamilton um, really stepped his game up. The issue, though, is that how do you allow Kyle Hamilton to be what he was in 2022 if you let a guy like Chuck Clark go? Do you bring in Geno Stone to play more in that situation when you try to play linebacker for Kyle Hamilton? What do you do in that position, right? Um, but, I mean, it, it feels like um, we've seen the end of Chuck Clark and his career here um, just because of that that draft choice anyway. But, I, look, I think that you can find ways to keep this team 
um, defensively sound, you still got a lot of great pieces, right? Mm -hmm. and, and you still got the Roquan. You still got Marlowe. Kyle Hamilton, you feel very optimistic about. So you, you still have guys that can contribute, uh, but you absolutely need to find ways to fill the holes that you have because cornerback is going to be a big hole. Um, too much inexperience there to just allow someone else to plug and play out on the other side of Marlowe. And, you know, the, the situation in terms of pass rush. I love Justin Houston. I think that he should absolutely get that bonus because I'm sorry. I don't, I don't hate that half sack thing. But you got to assume Justin Houston might want to. He, he said he still wanted to play, but I don't know if the Ravens feel like they want to bring him back. I would mm -hmm. like to see him come back because I feel like that there's too many question marks from a pass rush perspective. But, you know, I, I don't know if the Ravens say, okay, we've, I think we've maxed out our, our, our yeah. time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Obviously, you know, both guys to me has still played at a pretty good level. Calais to me at the highest. Mm -hmm. but, but do you feel like that you start need, you need to start putting more money into need, which is cornerback? And wide receiver, of course, or do you keep paying these guys to come back? Yeah, I mean, that's the question. I I, I think you're right. Uh it's a, the Ravens are gonna think long and hard about this. And Justin Houston as well. You know, I mean, I think he played well enough to show teams that he's got some juice left in the tank still. Um with the, you know, I, I don't know at the same time if the Ravens felt like they want to bring him back. It could be a situation to where, like you said, like. It's been two years, you know, we we kind of maximized this, we think, to the most we possibly could. He kind of fell off a little bit down the stretch of the season, um, even though he had he came back alive in that playoff game. Um, but, yeah, yeah I, I, I would say that I wouldn't hate it if they took that money and put it towards – uh, more need positions like cornerback and receiver. It's not going to be much, uh, but it'll be something that they'll be able to put into those areas. And, hey, if he gets back to training camp or close to week one and, you know, you, you still have a need for that, you feel like, or one of these guys, God forbid, gets hurt in training camp or something like that, you you got Justin Houston on speed dial. You know, you got maybe Calais uh, who, who, who'll see what's going on. It's like, all right, it's early enough, you know. I'll, I'll think about it, legit think about it. So who knows? But I, I do think at some point, regardless of whether these guys are back or not, they're going to depend on these young guys to kind of be the players they felt like they could be. Yeah, agreed. And and, and look, they got a really good uh, defensive coordinator in Mike McDonald, and he'll be going into his second year. And so you that, that helps, too, the familiarity of it all. But they definitely have some issues that they'll need to address whether it's free agency or draft, um, because we know this is a team that prides themselves big time on defense, as we talked about in the previous segment. So we'll see how this goes moving forward.